Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today is part two of our conversation with Joy. So if you haven't listened to part one, I highly recommend listening to it and then coming back because what we dive into in this episode is postpartum stage and things like dealing with family and visitors, informing people about the birth and how you deal with all of that outside energy and comments and things like that. What happens when the whole I just had a baby thing really starts to sink in and you're 72 hours in and you're crying and you don't know why and everything just feels like a mess. <laughs> Joy is so real and raw and totally awesome to share with us this part of her experience because it can be very sensitive and it's different for everyone that goes through it. Um but we really, really appreciate that. And it's so real and it's so needed to have this kind of conversation out there. And of course, we also talk about how this new phase can impact your relationship with your partner and things you can do to stay connected. So thank you to Joy for opening up her life to us and sharing it with you all. So listen in. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Joy, one thing I wanted to touch on with you because you mentioned it before we hit record just how powerful I guess the word I could use right now your postpartum life and experience has been thus far you're five weeks into um, motherhood and 
it's just been very poignant for you this 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 time you know moving out it's not done you know we plan for this birth we put all of this time and energy and i know for me i thought oh wait there's there's more after birthday like holy <laughs> yeah. crap like it's not just that that's a whole other bag now that's that's a whole other side of the bookstore that's a whole other like amazon order like oh, this yeah. is all different stuff different side uh, of the bookstore what, just, it's so true it's what, so true what's it been like for you or what are the big things that have come up for you what are you moving through because you know our listeners are moms at all different stages you know mom's planning mm-hmm. or maybe they're already moms planning for another birth and just sometimes postpartum can be real smack to the face like parts Mm -hmm. of it that people don't tell you why i don't know maybe they forget their own part of the experience for their own survival so they don't share it with you because they forget or they don't share it with you because they don't want to scare you but there's just so many things that i know for myself pop up like where did this come from or what is this about um so what how, how have you been how are you yeah i mean it it's been it's been a journey and i feel like um Again, the the postpartum has really um, forced me to kind of grow grow and kind of learn more about myself too. Yeah. Because um, I kind of went in thinking, oh my gosh, I have my shit together. Like <laughs> I got this. Like I can do this. <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna have to go to work right away. And um, you know, like I've taken care of babies before. And you know, my husband's great. And I got this. So I mean, I I kind of have had some bumps in the road. Um, I will tell you that first starting out, we had planned, um, to not have visitors. Mm. Um, and I know everyone is different. Um, but we went to a bunch of home birth classes and people were saying, you know, oh my gosh, limit your visitors, you know, don't take on too much. Um, and so we kind of shared with our family that we didn't know when we'd be ready to have visitors. Um, but we would let them know. Um, and I told my mom, um, specifically, I said, you know, if you don't hear from us during the birth, that means it's a, it, it, everything is going amazing. Right. That if we transfer or we have complications or something comes up, we'll call you. But it was just me and my husband and my two midwives at the birth. And my husband couldn't be on his phone um, right. updating people. And so I said, you know, I, I told my mom, I don't know, maybe a dozen times, if you don't hear from us, everything is wonderful. Um, and so she knew that I was in labor, um, and she had it in her mind that she was going to come over right away. <laughs> and I explained to her, you know, early on, I said, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know what time of day it's going to be. I don't know how the labor's going to go. Um, but we'll, we'll keep you posted. Um, so she had a really, really hard time, um, not being updated, mm. um, and was really, really, really worried about me. Yeah. I'm incredibly worried about me. And I think that that's, that's totally normal. Um, but she ended up um, emailing like my family and updating them and, and um, they all got worried about me. Um, and so that put a lot of stress on me. Yeah. <laughs> and I had family members that I think were kind of like, Oh, I don't know if she should be having this home birth. Right. So um, just adding so, to that energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that piece was hard. Um, and the first couple of days, like I didn't want to see anyone. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was in diapers and I was topless trying to breastfeed and I was recovering. And I think people, um, they just really want to meet the baby. And I totally get that. Um, but I, I think next time I would do things a little bit differently. And I don't, I, we've, we've kind of discussed, um, 
how that w- how that's going to look, but it's it just the visitors for me were really, really overwhelming. Mm. Um, and I felt like even if you don't have to entertain them and even if you're not hosting them, it still takes a lot of energy to like talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I oh, was yeah. trying to focus on like his latch and breastfeeding and um, I just wasn't in a space to like talk with anyone. And I just really I wish that I would have um put up more boundaries with people because I don't, you know, you don't get those first, you know, that first week back really. Um, and people, people were kind of pushy. I mean, they were like, what's wrong? Why can't we come see the baby? Mm -hmm. Um, and so that, that piece was really hard for me. Um, also at the 72 hour mark, um, I didn't know this, but I guess at 72 hours after birth, um, women can get, um, pretty emotional and like the hormones are changing and, and the 72 hour mark can be really hard. And I, I didn't, I don't want to say like I lost my shit, but I got really, really weepy mm-hmm. and was just crying. And I don't even know what I was crying about. Right. Um, and I had planned ahead of time to um, encapsulate my uh, placenta and I was open to doing smooth, like smoothies, but I didn't know for sure if that's what I was going to do. I was kinda, it was kind of, it was going to kind of be on how I felt. Um, so I called the woman that, um, encapsulated my placenta and I said, I really think I need, <laughs> mm. um, my, my, my pills. Can, can you bring them over? And she was like, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll be right over. And she came over and she, um, she actually made me a smoothie while I laid in bed. I had never met this woman before. Talk about like an awesome birth community in Madison. <laughs> I left my front door open and she came in and she made me a smoothie and she's like, this is so normal. You're going to be fine. Um, and you know, gave support to my husband and said this, you know, don't, don't worry. You know, she's going to be fine. This is totally normal. So I drink smoothies, um, every day up until like about a week ago. So mm-hmm. I'd say for like the first month and now I'm taking the, the capsules. Um, and I think it's really, really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say once a day, like I was pretty weepy, um, for the first month and I am not a crier. So that really surprised me. And mm-hmm. I also was like, oh, I won't get postpartum depression. Like, I'll be fine. But no one really talks about, like, actual, like, baby blues. Right. Like, you, like, the first month, I mean, I think that's really, really common. Um, so, you know, I think that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, my husband and I do, we've seen a counselor for a really long time. And so we did like a check-in with her. Um, and I recommend that if people, you know, are struggling to get connected and have a counselor you can talk to, cause it's a huge, huge transition. And I mean, the transition has gone really well for us. Like Dakota's healthy and I've recovered really well. Um, but it's just, it's an emotional time. I yeah. mean, I walk into his nursery and I will start crying just because it's just, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just so, I'm so emotional. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So yeah, that kind of threw me, that kind of threw me for, for a loop. Um, I get it. But I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, similar to how we talked about, you know, in your pregnancy and birth experience, things happen with your body that haven't happened before now it's like Mm -hmm. emotions and thoughts are happening and running that you're not familiar with or just seem to overtake you and feel so powerful like they can they can cripple you in some ways to to just feel normal to just feel like a normal human being in those first couple weeks can be a challenge Mm yeah and physically and emotionally Mm -hmm. um yeah. And, and I'm the type of person, I mean, you know, that's used to working out and on the go and to all of a sudden just be in bed and 
not be able to go outside. I mean, my, my midwife was like 10 days in bed, like you need to rest. And right. I'm so glad that I did, but it also can make you go, you know, like a little stir crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, physically recovering, emotionally recovering, having a new baby, not getting a lot of sleep. I'm the type of person that needs a ton of sleep. Yes, um, so, you know, know. getting up every two, <laughs> two hours to breastfeed, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is an adjustment. <laughs> yes, it is. It certainly is. Um, I, I really appreciate that you're willing to share parts of this, you know, this other side, you know, after birth and it's not for, um, you know, I'm really not a fan of the conversations like, oh, just wait, or oh, this and this kind of setting people up or priming them to have like Mm -hmm. a shitty experience. That's not what it's about. I don't get that at all from you. It's like, you're just being real with it. Like, this is what it is. This is how I've moved through it. And millions of women are experiencing just that or whatever thing it is that they can't quite put their finger on when another woman steps up and can and does and identifies it. That is is so crucial that is so mm-hmm. empowering and uplifting and it's just a it's just a oh, like a thank you like thank mm-hmm. you I'm not alone it's it is okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna be okay baby's gonna be okay you know it's not any direct reflection of how you are as a mom I thought that a few times you know when I was kind of losing it or in a crying spell it'd be like you know what kind of mom am I <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm a mess totally <laughs> but it's just it's part of the journey and kind of similar to birth, how it has an aspect of surrender. It's like this whole new opportunity for surrender now. And, yeah. and, and the leaning in, like you mentioned, like the leaning into the discomfort of birth, it's kind of like, all right, lean into whatever discomfort this is because it's showing you something, right? It's telling you something mm-hmm. and it's just, mm-hmm. it's providing you the opportunity to heal more, to grow more. And yep. when we do that, we're, that much more badass mamas and women. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. And I and I, I do think that women should talk about this a little bit more because yeah. we talk about postpartum like depression, you know, right. like if you're and that's very clear, like if you want to harm yourself or you want to harm your baby. But I think there's a lot of gray area that we don't talk about. And I think that, you know, when when the woman came to to make the smoothie for me she was like this is super normal mm-hmm. like just ride the waves kind of like you ride the contractions exactly and cry it out and don't run from it and it's okay and I think that's what I really needed was mm-hmm. I mean I needed to have some good cries mm. um and my husband was so supportive I mean he just kind of he just kind of sat with me in the space and every time I cry he just he holds me and we you know it doesn't last long mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it does it kind of comes in waves um, I will, I will recommend too, if anyone's interested in, um, 
homeopathy, I um, took sepia. It's S-E-P-I-A 200. Um, that helps with um, kind of moodiness and leveling okay. out your emotions. And that, I mean, that's been super helpful. Um, so obviously, um, you know, consult with a homeopathic doctor and but it, it that I feel like has helped me level out a lot too that's awesome I'll include a link to yeah. that in the show so for okay. anyone's listening you're driving or something just come back um, when you get a second to diahpodcast.com and look for um, this episode and and check that out um, I'm hearing a lot of really great to do's and great action not to do's but like action items and things for people to focus on when they find themselves in these sort of circumstances one, you mm-hmm. know, when you kicked it off with the, the visitors and the family, I really think that speaks to trusting your intuition and also just mm-hmm. being being unapologetic. Lovingly, yeah. you can still be loving and understanding and kind, but just unapologetic because I think a lot of times when people pull the like, oh, well, why can't I see the baby or why can't I hold the baby? Baby is like yeah. fresh <laughs> out of the oven for 12 hours. Yeah. Why can't I just like rub my foreign face in this baby's face? Um, <laughs> that just comes from a, a lack of understanding on their part and real, I mm-hmm. think, genuine desire to do good and to like show they love and care, but they don't necessarily know the, the best way you can be loving and caring in those first few days is to drop off food do my laundry (laughs) or just send love from far you know (laughs) um yeah so I think that's really key is that intuition and I really love how you touched on you know the communication and connection with your partner because you are going to be faced with a whole new set of of challenges you're going to be sleep deprived it's going to be really easy to snap at each other and to just find mm-hmm. ways to be really angry at this person when that's not really what's happening. It's just you're so exhausted and you need some sort of release and outlet for like all those emotions that are churning. Um, yeah. So I hear true. outreach too. you know, really reach out to to your community, to your support systems um, for whatever you need. I This is a very special, sacred time. And I think when you can be very clear with people how they can help, I think they really will step up in the way that you would like to see them. I think you just need to work on being very clear because otherwise people are just going to do what they think you want them to do. And that's hold your baby, which is not what they need to do in the first few days. Right. <laughs> right. Bring food. Right. <laughs> we actually did. We did a meal train yes. um, online. You can just do, you know, sign up for one. Um and yeah, it's been awesome because even like one or two meals a week have been incredibly helpful. Oh, yeah. Um, Hashtag so. meal train. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and placenta smoothies. Placenta smoothies yes. for the win. <laughs> yes. Cheers to placenta smoothies. They taste like a re- regular smoothie. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, don't they taste terrible? And I'm like, no, they taste like a, a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, one tip is don't put any berries or anything in it. Just do straight juice because then it won't play tricks on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my husband even tried it. Um, and he was like, it's delicious. So (laughs) don't be, don't be scared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome. He can use some, some pep, right? Cause he doesn't have the hormones going like you do. Like he doesn't get the feedback and he doesn't get the, the kind of gratification of breastfeeding and this and that. So yeah, just pump him with a few of those extra, extra hormones. little boost. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Joy, you are awesome. I'm really grateful to you to hear your experience in pregnancy, birth, and now beyond with with this conversation in the the postpartum life and postpartum experience that you are are still in and and moving through. And um, 
you know, it's like, what's the term postpartum? When does that, I'm just going to consider myself always postpartum. Like you're always, (laughs) (laughs) Um, it doesn't end as long as I still have, you know, her to take care of. I'm, I'm in postpartum mode. Yeah. No Um, kidding. No kidding. Is there anything to kind of wrap up either about pregnancy, birth or postpartum that you want to, to leave or just any final thoughts or, um, uh, what's the word I want? Um, resources that I could, could put out there for listeners. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, and shoot, I'm outside right now. I should have, I have my list inside. Oh, that's okay. Um, you can email that to me and then I can include that on the show notes as well. Yeah. Cause I have a whole list of stuff that Great. actually during pregnancy, birth, and then postpartum specific stuff that I, I found really helpful. Okay. Awesome. Um, I mean, I, I, I kind of touched on, on, um, the big stuff, but I do have a list of stuff that I think would be helpful. Okay. Um, but, and, and like, and like words of encouragement, um, I think just remembering to kind of trust your body and trust the process. I mean, women were born to do this. And I think that, um, you know, people that do plan home births, I mean, it doesn't mean like we're fearless and it doesn't mean that stuff doesn't still come up for us. Um, And I still needed words of encouragement. Um, And so I think, um, you know, for me, reading those affirmations every day and staying positive, I mean, I think it, it is helpful to just have that really, you know, positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Mm. Thank that's, you. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Matthew stepped off for Maya duty, but he thanks you as well. And, um, just, just so much love and well wishes to you, Yamil and Dakota. Um, you all are so cute and beautiful and we're going to have pictures as well. Um, if you're willing to send us some to have on Absolutely. me on the episode because this is one cute baby that you don't want to miss. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.